Well, hello, friends. Welcome to the next episode of Join Me for a Glass. Oh, my gosh. I, I've had more than a glass, but that's okay. <clears throat> Happy Saturday night. Um, a part of me right now wishes I was at the John Travolta Club on a Saturday night doing um, some dance moves. Boy, was he good at that dancing in the Saturday Night Fever and very thin. You know, he didn't look thin. Everyone just said, oh, he looked great. But he actually lost weight for that role. Because really, you know, for us to look great, we have to go on a diet constantly because our food is so effed up. But that's another topic for another podcast. I'm going to write that down right now. Food podcast topic. That's another topic. But the point is, if you want to be thin now, like normal, you have to go on a diet because... All we got is junk, high fructose corn syrup everywhere. Oh, I need to take a glass of wine for that. This new topic. But that's not even the topic for tonight. But just welcome to the podcast. Join me for a glass. It's great to hear from you, see from you. Uh, Well, you know, talk to you. So happy Saturday night. And tonight's topic is going to be interesting. Well, I think interesting. Well, I know interesting. I know what you're saying. Well, tonight's wine is sponsored yet again. I'm happy to report that latest news. Sponsored again. Tonight I'm drinking a Cabernet Sauvignon. It's a dry, you know, dry red wine. This one's from Italy. By the um, Cantina Gabrielle Company. Quite delicious. You know, the Italians, uh, is there anything they don't do better from shoes and purses and clothes and jackets and leather and food? I mean, is there anything the Italians don't do better? I don't know. I think they, well, I'm not going to get to that. But I think, you know, I think they did, I think they're pretty damn good. I like to visit Italy. But this wine is great. It's um, a lovely this Cabernet has a ruby red color. It is a full body wine with a fine silky tannin and a typical black currant aroma with a touch of bell pepper. It goes well with barbecue dishes, grilled and roast meat. Serve at room temperature. It's quite good. Let me have a glass right now. I hope you're joining me for a glass. You know, part of this podcast is you're supposed to be having a drink with me. trying my best to do these every bi-weekly, every two weeks, because I think it's good to have a, a schedule, and it's good to, um, it's good to talk. So our wine is sponsored tonight, thank you very much, and now that I've had a glass of wine, 
I'd like to talk to you about God. That's right. God. God. Yeah. Tonight's podcast was supposed to be another topic, but there was something that occurred today that I won't get into, and I didn't want to talk about that topic anymore, so I decided to talk about what sort of inspired me, and that's why we're talking about God tonight. I've just got a little fluttered, just a little nervous. I have to drink a glass. I have to drink a little sip of wine. Pardon me. I mean, it's a heavy subject, right? God, I mean, hello. Soft as an easy chair Love Fresh as the morning air One love That is shared by two I have found With you I'm going to sing a little song real quick If you don't mind life a rose under the April snow. I was always certain love would grow. Well, I'll sing that more later, but God's a heavy topic. And that's what we're discussing tonight, God. God. Let me take a sip of wine before I start this this sort of uh, heavy topic here. Hope you're joining me. Cheers. Happy Saturday night. Trying to think of that John Travolta club party in the movie Saturday Night Fever. He went to somewhere over in Queens. Millennium. Was it Millennium? Millennium Dance Ateca? I don't know. But he went out fun all night long and got home five in the morning. And that's what you're supposed to do on a Saturday night. Cheers. Mm. Mm. I need to fill my glass up. Pardon me. Mm, what a beautiful sound. It just—I don't fill my glass up like a full glass, like you're like at a restaurant when they give you a glass of wine. I like just filling it up a splash. Because you have to see, swirl, smell, sip, and summarize, and you need lots of room in there. So I like to, so my glass quickly empties because it's such a small pour. But I just, I like to re-pour over and over again. I just have one more sip before I talk this. I'm a little nervous about this topic because it's, it's a personal subject. God. One more sip. <coughs> when I drink too much, it's you know, you know. I'm still waiting. You know, I like, I like my Shiloh wine. 
I like around a fifty dollar bottle, fifty, fifty cent, fifty cent, fifty cent. I like around fifty dollar bottle of wine, and that's delicious. This is a little bit, well, it's sponsored, so I'm not gonna, not gonna diss it, but, but when I drink that much, I <clears throat> gag a little bit because it's not, it's you know, it's a, it's a wine is an acquired taste, but that good wine, you could drink it like water. So here we are. Now that I've had a glass of wine, I'd like to talk to you about God. It all happened a long time ago when I was born. Way back in June, late June, 1987. When I was such a small baby, I was born. Now that's not my real birth date, but who the hell cares? It was somewhere around that time. Way back in 1992 when I was born. You know, I don't know how it was back then in 1995 when I was born. But the point being is when I was born, I was given the breath. My first breath was around in the evening time. And they say that my rising sign is Sagittarius. And... Oh boy, the rising sign of Sagittarius. What does it mean? Well, I can tell you what it means. It means I'm a seeker, like the candle, like the like the light of the candle that seeks upward. For me, I've always been a seeker. I've been always curious about God and spirituality and beyond our beyond what we can see, the upper worlds, the universe, the space, angels. That's one of the qualities of a Sagittarius rising. Matter of fact, I've known a lot of, I've known a few Sagittarius risings and they all are very similar. We're people who are just, we're into God, we're into religion, we're into prayer, we're into You know, whenever I think about this, I need to have a glass of drip, sip of wine. This is very personal. I feel I feel naked right now. Can you see me? When I think about God, I think about one of my first one of my first teachers was the person who I never met which is fascinating, Carolyn Mace. She is a a, a medical intuitive, meaning she can tell you what your problem is, your physical problem, maybe, and more than that. She can tell you a lot about you by just asking your name, your age, and your permission. And she can just say, okay, Bob, 20, you agree, yes, age, name, and permission, and then she'll say, oh, well, this is what you got. I mean, it's psychic, magic, witch, but she calls it a medical intuitive, and she's been doing this since the 80s, and that's a whole other story. You can look her up on the internet, Carolyn Mace, M-Y-S-S, and find all about her. 
But I, I just thought about the story she told when I was bringing this topic up is that she was in a car once in a mob. She was in a car and she found herself and there was a mob happening. People hitting the car, banging the car. I don't know the whole story. Maybe she was in some kind of virulent, violent, political unrest society. I don't don't know. I don't even know the whole story. I don't remember the whole story, but she was in her car and people were banging the windows back. Doors were locked, but they were just, there was that moment where you realize, oh shit, these people could pick up this car and and flip me over. So she was in that situation and she said she she looked up to God, she looked up to the heavens. Now she's a Sagittarius, that's why I bring this up. She looked up to the heavens and she said, you better get me out of this right now. And she demanded something from God. And she said at that moment, the sea parted. The people split and they created a pathway and the car went through it and they left the mob and they were fine. That I bring it up because oh, I need to have a glass, a sip of wine, pardon me. I bring it up because that's what I feel like my life has been like. I feel like I'm always talking to God. Am I talking to myself? You know, I also, I I have a Sagittarius rising, but I have a Gemini moon. And I I remember an astrologer saying that Gemini's talk to everything. They talk to flowers, they talk to everything. Everything's about communication, so they're always talking. So maybe I'm always talking to myself or maybe I'm talking to God. I don't know, but I feel like I'm always talking to God. I mean, everybody is. Everybody says, oh God, you know, oh God, everyone's talking to God. I'm not trying to say I'm special, but I'm just saying that that story resonated with me because I feel that way. I feel like I'm talking all the time to God and saying, get me out of this. Or, how do I do this? Or, hello, get me out of this. Or, hello, help me. Help, help is on the way. So, so as a child, I have a, I need to, I'm going to, I'm going to drink my entire glass of wine because I'm about to tell you some personal information. I lied. I can't drink that whole thing. <laughs> All right. So my sponsor tonight is a little rough. Okay. My spot. My wine sponsor is a little rough. I, I never gag with Shiloh, but my apologies to the Cantina Gabriella Wine Bottling Corporation. But so you know. My childhood was fine, thank God. But at 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 at, at <clears throat> look, I'm stuttering. Oh my God, this is Joseph Yoga's most revealing podcast yet, episode four. He bears it all. 
So as a childhood, I did have some issues. I was a little bit strange. I didn't... I mean, I remember in elementary school having a lot of friends. But when it came to middle school, um, those little creatures that we called students, I didn't like them very much. Uh, these little creatures, uh, I really, I think I really should, I should have gone to a private school, I should have gone to religious school, I should have gone to a, um, a home school somewhere in the woods where we learned about nuts and deer, but that's not what happened. I was tossed into this wild, wild middle school. And I didn't have a good time the children were quite, um, well, let me tell you a story. One time I wore, well, one time I, well, oh gosh, I need to have a glass of wine after this. This is quite a revealing story, but it all relates to God. One time I wore a Benetton shirt that was my brother's to middle school. And I think Benetton was a expensive store then, back in 19, 1999. Well, let's say back in 19, let's see, 19, I don't know, 19, back in year 2022, back, when, when was I? I don't know, somewhere in the 80s, let's say the 80s. And I had, I went, I wore that shirt one day to school and um, we went outside on the lunch break. And at the lunch break, we were allowed to be unchained from our desks. And we were allowed to leave the windowless building where we were being indoctrinated by um, propaganda. Okay, so I'm, I'm being a little sarcastic, but I do hate school. But we were allowed to leave for lunch and I went outside with my friends and a group of people surrounded me making fun of my shirt, the Benetton shirt I had on. They said that it was this or that. It doesn't matter what they said, but but there I was wearing this Benetton shirt that my brother wore and I thought I was just, I thought I was incredible. And there I was being harassed and circled by these kids. So that's one of the stories that I share with you that prompted me to be a person of faith. At that moment, I remember praying a lot as a little boy, a little boy in the late 90s. No, that's a joke again. I'm joking. I was born in 1994. So I'm now, you know, I'm now approaching, I'll be able to drink soon. No, no. I was born in 19, I'll be honest, 1979 I was born, 1979, 1979. So 1989, probably I was 10 years old, something. So that's where I was. But this prompted me to pray a lot because I really didn't understand children, life, people, school, Food, family, life, air, sun, food, people, children. I didn't understand anything. 
So I used to pray a lot and I used to talk to God a lot and I always felt a little different. I don't know if most kids are talking to God as children, but I I was. I used to go down in the basement of my home, my childhood home. I used to go down in the basement and there was a picture on the wall of um, the man with the thorns. He was on the wall and I used to talk to him and I used to pray. I used to pray to pray for help because I didn't understand what I was doing or what was happening with me. And I used to pray to that little man on the picture with the thorns and the hair. And it was a nice little quiet time for me. And that's who I am. I ended up being a yoga teacher. What is a yoga teacher? Well, we are like an hour and a half with a group of people. We're all quiet and we're all praying and meditating. So you can see where it came from. You know, some people can't wait to become sumo wrestlers. Some people can't wait to be sit at an office desk all day long. Some people can't wait to... I just was at home being in a yoga class, being quiet and praying. And that's what yoga was. Yoga was prayer. Yoga, I was a yoga teacher for 11 years in Los Angeles teaching about six classes a day. That's about 20,000 billion classes. If you add up 11 years, 365 days, six classes a day, minus some holidays. I think I taught 40, 30, 40, 20,000, I don't know, thousands of classes. But that's what it was. And that's what I kind of dealt with. I, I, I felt at home just Praying and talking and thinking and talking to God. So I, I was into yoga. I, I grew up in a Catholic home. And I remember going to Catholic school on Sundays and hating it. Um, but I did remember some enjoyment and learning about things in the little classroom. But after that, I... Oh, Lord, I don't... I I only yawn when it's late, and it is late, but... uh, You know what? Well, not right now. We're not going to take a break right now, but I'm trying to get some commercials into these podcasts. um, And and that will come. But, so, there I was as an adolescent, being... Being in, you know, going to Sunday school, not liking it. And then, you know, the Benetton shirt and the kids circling me. And I just, I don't know, did I, I, don't, I just hated them all. I'm like, what the fuck? What the hell's wrong with you? My brother wore this shirt. It's a gorgeous shirt. Why are you all making fun of my shirt? And then praying a lot. So after that passed, I did start to go back to my Catholic roots. I did have some church time. I think I, I left, I, I left, I was in college for a year. I started going back to church, but church, I didn't really like it. And then I started, then I found yoga and yoga was all about, yoga was all about being quiet and talking to your body 
and prayer and you put your hands up to your heart and you look down into your chest. It's about meditation and prayer. I loved it. It was far better than Catholicism. And I became a yoga teacher and I loved it. And then I came, I came across, um, I came across another spirituality and it is called, it's called Kabbalah. Oh Lord, I just got a little heat up my back because I'm a little nervous talking about my, my, I need to drink a little glass of wine. Join me for a glass, have a sip, Mm mm-hmm. So I came across Kabbalah, which is mystical Judaism. And I really found something that I didn't think was stupid. I didn't think it was a joke. And it felt like a lovely glass of water on a thirsty, hot summer day. It filled me up. It gave me answers. It made me happy. Oh, Lord, I'm yawning again because it's so late, but I apologize. You know, I do yawn, though, when I get nervous, so. I guess I'm nervous because... I'm nervous because... God and, and spirituality is perceived as being weak. You know, it's, 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 it's perceived as being weak. And Carolyn Mace, back to her, she said most of her workshops and seminars are full of women. And she said that's because men are geared to providing for their families. They're geared to money and making money and survival. And spirituality just doesn't pay. So men generally don't want to spend three days at a spiritual workshop. They want to spend three days learning how to make money. And I can't, of course I can't wrong them for that. But I feel like there's a bit of a judgment when it comes to spirituality because it's not valued. What's valued is money. What's I think it's time for a break right now, a commercial break, because I do have to visit the little boy's room. And I do have a note here, take a commercial break. I'll be right back. And I know that's a difficult time to take a break, but just think about that for a moment. Why are women, women are more able to study spirituality because there's not this pressure to make money where men feel this pressure to make money. And I get it. I get, I get, well, I don't get it because I said, fuck that. I don't care. I, I mean, which is a problem. I, I, it's a problem. But I just, I need to take a break. I'll be right back. Pardon me. Pardon me. Pardon me. We're back. WKRP in Cincinnati. We're back. So, I came across Kabbalah, Judaism, spiritual, mystical Judaism with a couple books and it really fulfilled me. And 
I did eventually end up converting to Judaism. How strange. Sammy Davis Jr. did. Marilyn Monroe did. Elizabeth Taylor did. A gabillion others of people did as well. But for me, I didn't get what I wanted from yoga. I didn't get what I wanted from Catholicism. I got what I wanted from Judaism. Which was for me, it felt like high voltage quality incense God. It just felt like the most pure essential oil version of God to me. Uh, I just felt that it was a a a true thing. Now, I know a lot of people who feel that from yoga. I know a lot of people who became Hindu. They loved what the yoga says. And and then they, a lot of people are very, very strong Christians. They love what the Christianity says. But that's a different podcast. I'm talking about God tonight in general in my, in my path. But for me, I like what Judaism said. But not just Judaism, more of a mystical interpretation of Kabbalah. And I know I encourage you to go to Kabbalah.com and learn more. But I did convert, and that's unusual. But I have discovered that people with a Sagittarius rising, they usually convert to different religions. Because that rising sign is a sign... Let's go through all the signs real quick. If you have an Aries rising, you are... um, you are a powerhouse of energy. If you have a Taurus rising, you are you are you're just constantly at a beach. Uh, that's about it. If you have a Gemini rising, you are you're you're teaching people something. You're teaching and talking. If you have a cancer rising, you are a nurturer. You're a mother. I know this. If you have a Leo rising, if you have a Leo rising, you are, you are making everything about you. If you have um, a Virgo rising, you're pretty damn, you're very organized and you are, you're getting shit done. You're getting shit done. You are manifesting getting shit done. If you have a Libra rising, oh Lord, I don't want to talk about that. That sounds horrible. I don't even want to go there. If you have a Scorpio rising, you are constantly ready for war. If you have a Sag rising, you're a converter. You like to convert religions. You like to yoga. You like you're you're a seeker. You're a seeker. You're a seeker. You're a seeker. Hence, episode four of the Joseph. Join me for a podcast wine. Okay, H- hence this episode. You're a seeker. If you're a Capricorn rising, you are 
either extremely wealthy or you're extremely spiritual. If you have an Aquarius rising, you are doing something big with with lots of people. If you have a Pisces rising, you're a singer. You're a singer. Whitney Houston had a Pisces. Whitney Houston had a Pisces rising, and they're all about addictions, drugs, and music. So, yeah, send me. Just go ahead, send me money for your free reading you just had, you lousy motherfuckers. You just had a free astrology reading. I'm at, I'm getting this stuff out for free. My gift to you. Happy holidays. So. I converted to Judaism because the Sagittarius rising because I'm always seeking. Oh, God, this yawning. I hate it, but it is almost three in the morning. Let me have a glass of wine. Now, I skipped Libra rising because I can't stand those assholes. I can't stand them. Oh my God, I can't stand them. I just fucking can't stand those Libras, those Libra risings. <laughs> oh God, I can't stand them. But So I've always been into God, okay? I converted to Judaism and I'm now welcome in any, I'm welcome to Israel whenever I want. So if anybody wants to go to Israel with me, I have my papers. So I'm the kind of person that that is so geared towards God. Like, I thought about the other day, you know, if it's like, oh, God is yawning. I thought about the other day, if you had to, if I had to go on a journey, if I had to go through the rainforest and somebody said, you can bring a knife with you I'd, I could bring a knife with me, or I could bring. Oh, pardon me. I'm hiccuping now. If I, they, somebody said you can have a knife or a prayer or your prayer book. Now, I have a I have a prayer book. I have a prayer book. Uh, some people do. Some people. A lot of people don't, but I do. And if someone told to me. Oh, God, this yawning. I apologize. It's only, only happens when I do it late like this. You know, squeezing in these podcasts are not easy. So, if I had to be told, if you could pick... Okay, you know all those stupid desert island shit stories? If you're on a desert island and you only could have one one musical album what would, okay so screw yeah, I'm so tired of that but if I had to go on a safari a safari oh god usually when I yawn it's because of something something good's about to happen but if I had to go and choose one item on a desert island would I choose a knife you know you gotta kill animals you gotta eat them gotta cut those coconuts or a prayer book what would I choose I think a zillion people out of a zillion people would say a knife because my god you need oh god yawning 
Oh, fuck. So I think a zillion people out of a zillion people would say a knife. Because you're like, hello, I'm on a desert island. I have to kill the seal. I have to kill the shark. I have to slice those watermelons. I got to make a tent. For me, I would pick the prayer book. Because I have this thing in me that thinks always that God's going to do everything. That God's going to do everything. Oh, I'm yawning a lot because I... I'm yawning a lot because I think this is a personal information and I think I yawn when I get nervous but I feel like that God is going to do everything you know Carolyn Mace has this beautiful story of a woman who traveled around the world maybe she was a triple sag rising I don't know but at the end of every day she would head behind a tree head under a bridge and there would be a blanket and a bed waiting for her. Yeah, did you hear me? She was traveling around the world and every day she'd go under a bridge and there would be a bed there. I mean, that sounds like a fucking unbelievable, stupid story. Like a magic cartoon story. But that's the story she told. And then that's the story she told Carolyn Mace. And now it's it's the story I'm telling you. And she was asked about that. She was asked about, how are you traveling? How are you going around the world like this? And she says, well... Oh, God, is It's tiredness plus, I think I almost drank a bottle of wine. I almost drank a bottle of wine tonight. Wow, unbelievable. So she was asked about it, and she was said, she was said, she was said to have said, she was said to have said. It was said that she said, I just expect it to be there. And Carolyn May says the miracle of the story isn't that she had a bed under a bridge every night wherever she went. Oh, God. The miracle of the story, Carolyn May said, was that she expected it, that she had the certainty, that she expected it. That mindset was more of a miraculous experience than even the bed showing up under a bridge. The bed showing up, showing up under a bridge was a fucking miracle. But what's but but you can imagine that someone could drag it there. What is more of a miracle is some loon walking around life with a direct connection to God. This may be the first podcast where I shed a tear. That's the real miracle. That someone can talk to God and expect it. Even higher than the bed appearing under a bridge. (sighs) Now I'm crying and yawning. Crying and yawning. It's called a 
cry yawn is called a cron. So, that's the story of my life. I've always just talked to God constantly. That's what only, only interested me. And if I went on a journey on a desert island, I would pick a prayer book. Yeah, I would. I would. Who the hell wants a knife? I could have been a priest or a rabbi. I still can be. Pardon me. I'm, there's a bug, I'm, a little gnat. I'm throwing him out of my sight. I wanted to be a priest or a rabbi. I did. I still do. I still do. I still do. For me, just sitting around talking about God or the Bible, I love that. But the thing is, people like me, people, they don't like me. People like me, they're not liked or they're not respected. Do you know what's respected? People with money. I mean, look at Jeff Bezos. I mean, people just want to lick his ass. Oh, kiss his ass because he has money. That is what people value. They don't care a flying fuck about anybody talking to God Praying, that's not what they value. This country, this world, people value money. And that is what needs to be said. You ask 700, 600 billion women, do you want a man who's poor but likes to talk to trees? Or you want a man who's rich and is an asshole? They're going to pick the man who's rich and who's an asshole. That is okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. But that's what this is about. This is about... This is about nature versus the devil. That's what this is about. I'm, I, I'm in the trees smelling flowers... Oh, God, there's yawning. Oh, God, I can't handle this. I think it's nervousness. I remember yawning a lot when I get nervous. It's nervousness. It could be a bottle of wine at three in the morning. That could be it, too. But... Is it time for a musical break? Here it goes. One of my favorite songs. I got you to understand. I got you. I won't let go. I got you to love me so. I got you to kiss goodnight. I've got you to hold me tight. Hey. I got you, babe. So, 
So that's what people value most. I mean, you're never going to hear a news story on the man who prays too much. No, you're going to hear a news story of the man who's worth 4500 4, fucking billion billion dollars. I can't do this anymore. So I'm so tired. I cannot do podcasts on Saturday night. It has to be Sunday night. But I can't. I'm on a diet. You remember episode one, weight loss? I can't cheat tomorrow night on a Sunday. So that's why I'm forcing it now on a Saturday. And it's just. So the point being, people hate God. That's about bottom line. People love money and they hate God. And I've gotten to this point that I'm saying this to you. 37 minutes into this podcast, people hate God. They much rather go to their accountant or their medicine cabinet or their lawyer or their security system before they go to God. And why don't we just all admit that? Admit that. That we put our faith in guns and Tylenol security systems and and walls walls we go to bed at night and we feel safe because there's walls around us what about going to bed at night and feeling safe because God is there what a joke right what a joke people joke at that because they don't believe in God they're atheists but you know what I can't imagine being any more alive than putting yourself into complete putting yourself into the the complete reliance on God. My God, that is that's life. That's life when you're on the edge And you've got nothing to count on but God. When everything else is... When everything else is shit. And that's what everything else is, is shit. My God, how many stories do we have to know and hear about security systems not working, drugs not working, walls not working, guns not working. To put yourself in complete... Dependence on God. That's worth six Rambos, seven Rockies, 400 Star Treks, 800 Indiana Jones, six billion Supermans, 500 Wonder Womans. That's what that's what a real a real superhero is. Is someone who puts himself him or herself in complete dependence on the creator. And that's what and that's what makes me feel alive even talking about it. I hate bullshit. You know, Sagittarius rising is what I'm talking about. But Sagittarius Jamie Lee Curtis, I remember one time she was on Oprah and they were talking about fashion. You know, because Oprah... That don't even get me started with Oprah. She only... She, you know... I don't want to talk about her, but... 
but she was talking about fashion with Jamie Lee Curtis. And Jamie Lee Curtis says, I think it's trite. I think it's totally useless. I mean, she was saying that she didn't care for fashion. She thought it was, I think she used the word trite. Just useless. And that's what I'm talking about. I just can't stand bullshit. I don't want to pray to Tylenol. I don't want to pray to Excedrin. I don't want to pray to walls and security systems and guns. I think that's bullshit. I like to pray to God. God. That's what I value. And that's hard. God, that's hard. That's hard as shit because you got to value other things too. But the problem with people today is they, they just forget about him. They spend every waking moment interested in money, interested in that type of security, and they forget about God. And you know what? I'm guilty of this opposite. I spend too much time thinking about God and not about the one not about the physical world. So I I get it. You got to do both. I don't want to walk around ignoring God. And I don't want to walk around with my head up his ass either. Oh God, did I just say that? That's so cruel and crude and rude. But that's true. I've got to do both. Like you can't just wake up every day and pray and not bathe and brush your teeth or not eat. Like you've got to deal with Life along with God. It's a mix of faith and non-faith. It's a, it, but, but, but that's not what happens. People end up being sucked into a sofa like it's a black hole. And there they are, 50 years old, and they don't do anything related to God. Their God is their remote control. Their God is their TV. But people get upset, you know, when... You remember Still Magnolias? She... Remember the Daryl Hannah character talking a lot about God? Well, those little bitches, Dolly Parton, they all made fun of her. So my point is there's a lot of conflict that comes along with religious, spiritual people... The, the, the religious people don't like that the other people aren't praying. And then, then the non-prayers, the ones, you know, the ones that wake up and, you know, just eat and drink and, and travel. They don't care about anything else. These people don't like us. They don't, these people don't like religious people. They both, nobody likes each other. One group is, doesn't care and the other one does care. And then you could flip it around and say one group cares, the other one does I mean, you could flip it both ways. But the point is, the next time, oh, Lord, I was just, my head almost fell into the wine glass because I'm so tired. My point is, my point is, my point is, if you're a person 
that thinks the answers are always a drug or a slice or a cut or or a yell this is not for you because I'm talking about the people who pray in black holes for a rose to rise who play who pray in black holes for roses to rise that's me that's me I, I, I think I think wild I think free well I think I've said enough tonight I think I said enough tonight but I do want to just remember I just want to I just do want to, I do want to end with is this stick up my ass I have for God Hello, I have a stick up my ass for God. Yeah, yeah, it's a stick up my ass for God. I mean, what a crude way of saying it, but I hope I got across tonight that there are people in this world who are atheists. Remember that. And always choose the non-atheist. Ah, that's... That's really the end of the podcast right now. Always choose the non-atheist because you don't want a watered-down mozzarella. Okay, that's a joke. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. But this episode was about God, and I revealed a lot about myself. I want to say to everyone out there is oh, holy shit but I want to say everybody out there is let is let go and let God I think that's it for tonight well As usual, at the end of every podcast, I talk about the energy of the week. The energy of the week is the new moon hits around Saturday. The new moon hits around Saturday. So this whole week is the old moon, and the old moon is the best, Leo. Leo is the only month of the entire year that's better at the end. Most months are better at the beginning. This month, it's Leo, it's better at the end. So I wish for you, Dad, a happy birthday. Of We did this already. So happy birthday, health, wealth, happiness, soul, make leading to the creator. Aleph, I'm And Mother, I wish for you... I think I just fell asleep right there. Holy shit. I don't even know what I said. I think I fell asleep. I remember dreaming. So it's time for me to definitely go... Oh, so the energy of the week. So this is the final... Oh, Lord, this is going to be a funny podcast. So the final energy of the week. This is the final week of Leo. Boy, I'm going to have to watch, listen to this again because I have no idea what I just said. So this is the energy of the week is Leo. And the new moon doesn't come in until the weekend, so that's later. Oh! Oh! <sighs>
So, energy of the week is Leo, and this is the final week of Leo. And the new moon of Virgo is Saturday, so we're not going to talk about that. So, what is the final week of Leo about? This is the most light of the whole year. Only in the month of Leo is the negative spirit, the the negative energy happening in the front. In the front. So all the other birthday birthday dresses you may have, they're going to be negative in the back, but positive in the front. So look in the front, find yourself some negative grapes. If you buy the old ones, they're going to be black and old. Buy the new ones. So, my gosh, I'm talking about grapes. What the hell? Oh my God, I'm so drunk. God does it every time. So the energy of the week is Leo. This is the most light of the whole year. Only in the month of Leo does the end of the month be better than the beginning of the month. Most of the months, the the month dwanes, dwanes. The month um, wanes, but only in the month of Leo does the month increase. So have a great week. Good energy, good light. The light's coming in and fixing things. The life's, light's coming in. Enjoy the week. And remember to email me if you have any questions. Join me for a glass at iCloud.com. Join me for a glass at iCloud.com. All right. This concludes this episode of God. God, let's make some spaghetti and get into bed. I love you. And I encourage all of us to talk to God. Don't be afraid. Let's talk. Let's say one more. No, I can't. It's over. All right. Adios, good night, hasta luego, my bola, bola, bye, 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 bye.